Welcome to the podcast that passes poor performance on pop culture. I'm one of your hosts, Darren Duncan, alongside with my best friend, Audie Marsh. We're just a couple of cool cats casually causing some chaos with conversation. We're here to entertain you, not hurt your feelings, so don't blame us. My whole life, I thought that that song was like, fight me, you suck. <laughs> what does he say? Bite it, you scum. Bite it, you scum. I, yeah. I actually uh, let him listen to the song today when I was like, yo, when you come on tonight, this is what you're going to, uh, this is what you need to face. This is what's going to happen. This is, this is it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know much about Gigi Allen at all. The, my first introduction to Gigi Allen was a CKY skate video. And it was this fucking dude in a van and he's shit hammered. He's like, I love Gigi Allen so much. And they're on tour and he shows up in a graveyard and he starts pissing all over his fucking gravestone, listening to him. And that's just a punch in the dirt. Like, are, are you guys, I know Audie's familiar with this. Johnny Tragic, are you familiar with this footage of this guy doing Yeah, that? I've seen a lot of footage. I know Merle and uh, Mama Allen get pretty pissed about it, though. Are they angry I, I about think, this? Because I was going to say, yeah. like, this is kind of a spoiler alert. The guy's fucking dead. <laughs> but his funeral, like, the guy is the epitome of punk rock. Mm. And, like, he defined punk rock before anybody really knew what punk rock was. And if they thought they knew what punk rock was, Gigi Allen took it and made it a whole other rock. rock. It's, like, fucking absurd. And, like, I don't know. Maybe we, we'll get into the funeral later. But, like, so people are pissed off about the whole... Because well, I'd be mad if somebody pissed on my shit. I, I like, watched Merle bust a dude, like a video of him busting a guitar. Yeah, the guitar. Yeah, 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 the guitar. Yeah. 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 He was making the dude clean it up, clean up the piss yeah. and shit. Yeah. And then he went over right. him with the guitar. So that was my introduction to Gigi Allen. Audie, Kyle, what's your introduction to Gigi Allen? And then we're going to take it over to Johnny Tragic, who was our special fucking guest. He's the fucking, he knows everything about fucking Gigi Allen and punk rock, by the way. So we're going to fucking talk to this guy. But tell us, Audie and Kyle, what your introduction to Gigi Allen was. Uh, so mine, like everything, was uh, my mother would make me watch shows if I stayed home from school. Uh, I couldn't go outside. I couldn't go play. And it's weird because we talk about this because I, I learned about Manson, Guar, uh, all these, you know, uh, like – shock valued people coming up in like the early nineties. Well, Gigi Allen just so happened to be one. He was on one of these talk shows. Uh, I think it was along with the, who was he up there with somebody from another band? I don't know if it was uh, the club kids. I can't they remember. They were on one of those shows. Yeah. Uh, but that's how I learned about the club kids too, was because my mom made me watch these shows with her, but that's how I found out about Gigi Allen. Now again, Google and all that bullshit wasn't around. So you only know until you get older and Google comes alive because you're like, oh, shit. I remember watching this dude as a kid on TV uh, basically telling uh, all the parents that if your kid comes to my show, they're mine. And I'll fucking rape them, kill them, and, and do whatever I have to do. Uh, he's like – I remember him saying my, my, uh, my performance is like a battlefield or something like that. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, 
I, this is like amazing, you know, as a little kid. Um, and then as I got older, I Google uh, CKY, uh, the documentaries. I got to know Merle Allen. So it was like it just I was so much more intrigued since I've gotten older because I have these outlets that I can learn from. Uh, I've, I've actually got one of the documentaries from Merle. Um, we'll talk about I that. Too. Yeah. It's autographed. You sent it yeah. to me. I sent you one. Yeah. They're um, recently getting back together too to tour. I yeah. Guess, 2023. Yeah. Um, but that's how I learned. I mean, I, mine was fucking staying home from school. Do you, do you got Kyle? Do you got any insight on this? Are you familiar yeah. with G.D. Allen? Yeah, my story is not as fucking cool as that at all whatsoever. I actually learned about him today in Audie's driveway. Uh, <laughs> and and he, he was showing me a couple videos, uh, some fucked up stuff. And he showed me the 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 uh, funeral and stuff. And I was like, yeah, this dude's wild, man. Like he was he was ready to take it to the next level. I was like, I need to look this dude up. And so I started doing some research, reading different facts about him. And then I started watching that documentary actually right before this. Uh and it seems really cool, and I'm excited to to get to learn more about this this fine human being. Speaking of learning more, now's the time for Johnny Tragic to tell us all about fucking G.G. Allen. What was your introduction to him, Mr. Punk Rock himself? Well, let's see here. Um, I guess uh, when I was younger, like as in like preteen and teen, I had known who he was when I was getting into punk music in general, but... I didn't really, really understand him and listen to like everything until uh, well, pretty much I was in an alley with a needle in my arm. And that's the best way to listen to Gigi. But uh, we, uh, me and uh, my best friend, uh, somebody from the past, we, we used to listen to him like all the time. And I don't know, it's weird because we'd listen to his songs and then like live them out sometimes. And I know it's pretty hardcore with Gigi Allen, so I definitely couldn't live out all his songs, but I just, I don't, I fell in love with it in one of my, I don't, it's like something with him. Like he does the dirty sloppy punk rock and that's cool. And he made it even cooler because he went to such extremes with the lyrics and the themes. If it was just like some random, you know, punk lyrics, it wouldn't be as cool. The fact that, you know, he's talking about eating his diarrhea and killing the police. That's like way cooler. But uh, I also love the fact that he did the acoustic and the outlaw country music. And that's uh, something that I, I thought I was the only person in the world that loved punk rock and outlaw country, like, equally. And then I found out he did, too. And he saw Hank Williams Sr. as a kindred spirit. And I always felt that same way. So when I learned about that, I definitely felt like I could relate to him. And I actually see a depth to his music that nobody else does. Like, well, maybe not nobody, but a lot of people, they just think it's a complete shock. But I can relate to a lot of that stuff. Like a lot of what he's talking about, a lot of the, I mean, you know, when I've done music, my lyrics have a lot of same themes, you know, like the, the drugs and the alleys and the, the violence. And, and uh, I'm glad my life isn't involved around that anymore, but there was a time when it was, and he was definitely something to comfort me. I know what it's he- G.G. Allen comforted me, but he did. No, dude, he's like a spirit animal. Like I could totally, uh, I could totally get it. What do you think came first? Do you think the lifestyle influenced the lyrics, or did he try to shock and be like, "I'm gonna write about fucking punching motherfuckers in the neck bone, and then now I'm gonna do it"? Like, what do you think came first with Gigi Allen? Well, with him, he had a pretty fucked up childhood. So, like, I think that he he was he got in a lot of trouble growing up. 
And, you know, I mean, if people don't know, he was born, uh, his father thought he was going to be like a messiah or something. His, his dad was, uh, uh, it would be, I believe, Merle Sr., if I'm not mistaken, Merle Allen Sr. He, uh, he was like a religious fanatic, and he thought for some reason, that's why they call him Gigi, is because Merle used, couldn't pronounce Jesus. So he would say Gigi, and that's why he started calling him Gigi since he was a little kid. So it's a nickname. Uh, yeah, he was born Jesus Christ Allen. That was his legitimate name, which I thought was illegal. Seriously? Yeah, that's his name, his, his birth yeah. name. He had it changed when he got older to Kevin. But his, his name dad's was a dick. Jesus Christ Allen and his dad, <laughs> his dad literally, they lived in a log cabin with no electricity or running water. And his dad went in the cellar in the basement and dug graves for his whole family. And like he had planned, literally planned out a murder suicide of his family. And he told his family about it every day. So, his dad like, did? G.G. Yeah, his dad, dad did? Yeah, his dad. They, he had graves in his cellar. G.G. saw his own grave. So did Merle. So did Where's Merle. that Netflix TV show? Step aside, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, right. I want to see this show. What the fuck? Yeah. His, his mom ended up, uh, you know, getting a divorce, and they got out of that. And he wasn't, like, in the worst uh, neighborhoods or anything, but he was definitely rebellious from a young age. Um, he wasn't like slow or anything. He did take special ed classes, but they said he was average intelligence when people like studied him, I guess you would say. And he, uh, he was just, he kind of started rebelling right away, but he did go for the shock. He straight, he stated that, but he lived it. That's the difference. He mm -hmm. did. He's, he's, you know, like being on Jared Springer and being on, um, Maury or is it Maury, uh, Geraldo. And he was on three shows, I think. And he, purposely went on there you know my body is the temple of rock and roll my semen my blood that's for everyone to drink <laughs> like just nuts and he really did do the shock thing to be obnoxious he uh he was in you know he was into the transgressive thing which is like the old b movies like uh the midnight movies like uh pink flamingos john waters the really messed up stuff like you know like he wanted to shock people but he just lived the life too so he wasn't like some artists that sing about it and don't do it. He literally did it, as we'll get to later, like, you know, the day he died. And just there's so much, man, it's just I, like he didn't care. I think, uh, well, what little I know about it, um, I was telling Cal today, I was like, like, I love my mom, you know, and she supports me with everything I do, but Gigi I just want to go Allen. on record and say that I love your mom too. Gigi <laughs> Allen's mom really fucking supported his their hit her two kids like till the day he died. Uh, their first band actually, she was like running the lights and stuff for the little band that they had. Like, yeah, seventeen years old. Oh, no yeah. shit. Uh, it's, it's like like. I got one of the documentaries that Marvel sent me. I, I, <laughs> I mean, have you guys, I'm sorry to interrupt, but have you seen these TV shows with like the fucking little kids are dancing and like you got the fucking stage moms? It's like, yeah, that's my, that's my son up there and he's just smearing <laughs> shit all over yeah. himself. Like, Spit that shit on him, baby. <laughs> Go kiss that dude and punch him in the bridge of his nose. She Go loved him and so she loved him and supported him, but it's funny to see her commentary. Uh, she was at, oh, I, at the end of one of the documentaries, like Merle comes on with the murder junkies and she's there at the show. Like, Hey, I'm Gigi's mom. Everyone was hugging her. And she's like, this music fucking sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, What's that smell? Back. Oh, it's my son's dead body and your BO back the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Keep uh, going, Audie. Sorry, I totally no, interrupted. No, no, you're good. But uh, just watching her on one of the documentaries, uh, I can't I, It's not the one I sent you. It's actually a documentary. Uh, just the love that he that she had for her sons is, like, remarkable. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to get more on – I was telling Kyle today, I was like, you know, whenever there was a camera rolling, I felt like Gigi had to be that shock 24. But what what was Gigi doing other than heroin behind the cameras? You know, like, was he all the time just like, fuck everything? What was he like at Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I wanted to ask uh, Merle. And, and hopefully in the future, I, we're getting him on. I, I, I've, I've thought about it and thought about it. For, for for thirty fucking minutes, if we can find out just a little bit, you know what I mean, I'll fucking pay it. But we'll uh, shut the fuck up and just let him say whatever. Yeah, you want. like I want. Yeah, we'll just ask a few questions and just let him go ham on it. Uh, but but that's what I was. That's what I want to know. Like when there's not a camera around, was he just like like us four, just like chilling, like right. you know, like we don't know because every time Cause we you, saw, you know, YouTube, he didn't go outside camera. and open the mailbox with his butt cheeks. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't that kind of guy. Well, his mom, um, I, one of the documentaries, it might be the same one you're talking about. I'm very sorry about that. Um, one of the documentaries, uh, she, did you see the one where she had the mother's day card from him? Okay. If you haven't, what it was, that might be on there. She had a mother's day card. It was really pretty. It wasn't all, there was no shit on it. (laughs) It was like a, it was like a really nicely drawn rose. And like, I, you know, I've been to jail, I've been to prison, so I know what it's like to make a card for somebody. And it takes a lot of, you know, work to try to make it nice because we can't go to Hallmark, you know, and he made it really nice. And it was like, and she read it, she was reading a lot of it and he sounded like a perfectly good son, nothing vulgar. And she said, I just remember her quote was that's the, well, she calls him Kevin, but she's like, that's the Kevin I know. That's the one. Yeah. So I think he might have had a different side maybe with, with his family. Right. So. And, and you know, most uh, – I say icons because obviously tragic. That's someone you looked up to. As brutal as he is. And then we have our – you know, you have your musical icons. I have mine. Uh, but that's um, that's something that uh, I guess that us as someone who idolizes somebody would never – We'll never see the true. Uh, someone once told me, "Never meet your heroes," um, and that's true. But Gigi Allen, I—that's because he was so fucking crazy. Like I would want to fucking like I would hang out with Gigi fucking Allen. You know what I mean? That's that's you how much wouldn't I would last a minute with Gigi. Allen. Oh shut the fuck! You know no, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> He's like, you know how many IEDs I've stuffed in my own ass? <laughs> a punk rock show is nothing to me. Ne- next time I come over to your house, Darren, I'm just going to shit all on myself and give you a big old hug. <laughs> and see how long you last. See how long you last with me, motherfucker. <laughs> the X-Lax, like Gigi did at his first, his first I, shitting incident. Yeah, I, I did show up at uh, Darren's house one day and was like, bro. I got to fucking puke. <laughs> That's awesome. He totally did. Thank God, he, thank God he didn't puke on any of my autographs. But. No. <laughs> so I think I, I feel like... I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. Tear oh, it up. So I feel like uh, people could almost call him like this like James Dean, this like rebel without a cause. But I, I really feel like... I think he really did have a cause. And I think he was sort of like trying to bring back and take back what this 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 
fucking punk rock really is the true rebelliousness of it of its entirety i think he was really trying to that's what he was trying to prove a point is like we're bringing it back it's never gonna die that's a good Uh, point to make i'm curious what uh tragic what kind of bands were out before the murder junkies well Gigi, you know, he died in 93 and he was, well, I mean, here it says he was active. I don't know. I, I know most of his discography, but I guess he was active since 74 in like kind of mm-hmm. high school garage bands. But um, yeah, but that don't know, count. The I music, mean, like the, the music, it, it varied. I mean, you have what you call your 77 punk, the first wave. That was like the Sex Pistols and some of that, you know, stuff like that. And the Ramones came out at the same time. So he was inspired by punk rock. Yes, he was. That was he okay. was inspired by a few things, even Alice Cooper. Because Kyle made a good point that he was trying to keep punk rock alive. Like, yeah, you think because he was, it was inspired by punk died, rock. And it was, it was. I don't know if you realized, but I just put this together. The year that he died was the year punk broke. That's a big thing for us punks, I guess you would say. That was the year punk broke. That was you mean the like Duke broke was, made it to the mainstream. Duke came out. Smash came out. And uh, all of a sudden, punk was noticed. Before Smash, that, you mean like the Offspring? offspring. Smash. Those, that was okay. one of the albums that broke punk. It was the Offspring Smash, which is, I believe, the biggest independent selling record of all time. And then um, Green Day. That was Duke. an independent album. Yeah, it was. Smash really was. It was it Nitro or uh, it was? Yeah, it was independent. It wasn't on a major label. I mean, it speaking might be of Offspring, time. did you know that they just kicked their drummer out because he wouldn't get the fucking COVID vaccine? Yeah, I heard about. I that. guess they got to <laughs> keep them separated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a good joke. Fuck you guys. I, had one right, one continue. Right now. I caught it. <laughs> but yeah, Go ahead, what man, I was saying is, after the '77 punk, they had a thing called '81 hardcore. And that came out with Bad Brains and Minor Threat and Black Flag and bands like that, Dead Kennedys. And it was like a heavier, more aggressive style of punk. But they lost that just obnoxiousness. Even though the Sex Pistols were basically a glorified boy band, they were still obnoxious. They would piss on you, you know, and they would get their asses kicked by hillbillies after their shows and when they came to the States. And they, they, you know, you know how Sid Vicious and his shit went down. Like they, it was like, Definitely more raw, and then the hard. All right, hold on. Audie and I have a thing that we say continuously that OJ did that shit. Oh, absolutely, he did. Did Sid kill Nancy? Did Sid do that shit? I I believe he did. You think think so? I don't think he knew he did it, and I think it was an accident. I think they were wrestling around and he stabbed her, just like just kind of how the movie shows it. I think so because he was in the same position when they saw him the next day. So he he got away with murder just like OJ did. Yeah. Well, OJ lied, and OJ was actually trying to cover it up. Sid's like, dude, I don't know. Did he? Did he? OJ lied. Like, I, was, I had no clue. <laughs> if the glove don't fit, I quit. <laughs> I want to welcome everyone to the Don't Blame Us Network. This is Johnny Tragic, and he's going to have his own show called uh, Patriot Zero. Patriot Zero, and he thinks OJ and Sid Vicious did that shit. So, yeah. and all Hillary. right, cool. That's awesome. And Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done interrupting. Please rewind. <laughs> All right, go ahead and talk. Okay, where do you guys want to go? You want you want you want the shit? No, I fucking interrupt you. What were you talking about? You're talking about how fucking <laughs> oh, well, the punk, just how the evolution of punk. But you guys got to know. I don't know if you guys. I mean, you guys are pretty educated on this stuff. I am not. The, so maybe teach the me. listeners aren't. But the shit story. Teach me your ways, young Jedi. <laughs> the original shit story. So he, uh, you know, he did that. He took X-Lax to shit on stage. And the thing is, he took it way too early. 
So he had to shit for like two hours before his set. And he held it in and held it in. And then when he got on stage, literally at the beginning of the set, he just shit all over the stage. It smelled <laughs> terrible. The old it was like, like a VFW. It did. Yeah. The old people, I guess, were trying to like fucking beat their ass. He's like, "What the fuck? You're shitting on stage." Then all the confused. They said in the literally the words I read were the confused punk rockers said it smelled terrible. They're trying to run out the door, and it was just chaos. But I mean, I guess it was uh, it was kind of the joke was kind of on Gigi because I guess it fucked him up because he was holding it in for like two and a half hours. It was, he it ate was it like, way too early. It was like heroin squirty shits too. You know what I mean? Oh, I've man. never done heroin, but I'm pretty sure heroin. No, heroin, heroin actually backs you up. Yeah, right, yeah, dude. I went like three weeks without shitting before. It's bad. Damn. See, I didn't yes. know that. I've never done heroin. Yes, it hurts. Yeah, her- heroin <laughs> will make it to where you can't shit. Yeah, and ah. and and pills will do the same thing. Yes. Like okay. that whole fucking uh, Whitney Houston story about her having a fucking turd the size of a soup can that wouldn't really... come out of her asshole, and then Bobby Brown had to like like scoop shit out of her butthole with his what? finger. That's Damn. love. That's love. Yeah, that's unconditional wow. love. Damn. Is what they call that. I hope Brittany does that to me one day. <laughs> <laughs> so like, as do I. I. <laughs> but like uh if you backed up from doing a lot of heroin and you take x lack it's still not gonna fucking blow that I mean, shit I out. never i mean i was like like i'm not proud of this stuff but since we're just being honest about it i i was never like thinking clear enough to try to take x lax it was just like when you get on <laughs> the last you, thing you're thinking about is i mean, like, you I, cheer. I mean it's, it's a big event when you can shit i mean it's like I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Spun, but, like, the girl, like, fucking cheers. And they're on meth, which is weird because stimulants make you shit. So I really don't get that part. But, but like, yeah, like, uh, and then if you're, like, like me, you know, I used to shoot coke and heroin into my dick at the same time. So that would be yeah, like, I'm really like you. I just like I'm you. Really like you. just the same. <laughs> <laughs> they so call that, it yeah, speedballing, right? Johnny Tragic is called speed, speedballing. Yeah, speed mix coke and heroin. Yeah, explain yeah. what explain what that's like if you don't mind. What is the high? Yeah, what is that like? Um, it's really I guess you'd say chaotic. It depends on how you do it because like I know you know it's one of my stories. But when we did it, we I some Motley Crue did, so I thought it would be cool. But I mix it with whiskey too, oh, and I put it in my dick. I didn't shoot it in my arm, so I took a twenty of cocaine, a twenty of heroin, and cooked it with water. But then I mixed it with uh, whiskey and shot it into my dick. Like and the main pain in the top of your pee pee, yeah, and it fucking hurt. It hurt I bad. Could imagine. And it burned, and uh, if you miss, you're fucked. Yeah, I don't know if you know what a miss is. Hopefully, you never do. You'd but. probably die, right? If you miss, well, it wouldn't die, but it would cause some. I mean, I, I've had friends with their arms practically rotted away. If you miss, that means it goes out of the vein. So with no, heroin, it'll just go into your muscle. That's called a muscle shot. But coke, you can't do that shit. Coke doesn't just, it, it fucks you up. It can cause abscesses and everything. So any kids watching, don't do that shit. I, I've, I've seen people, um, when I worked at Sprint, I would see, like, the for example, this one girl came in and she had holes in her arm. Mm-hmm. And she was such a pretty girl, but she had holes in her forearm. And I'm like, what the Fuck, That's man. It. That's what it is. And um, I was my, the drummer at Devolve at the time. Like he was an ex heroin addict, and he was saying, "Yeah, it's abscess or whatever." And mm-hmm. I'm like, "I don't, I don't know what that means." But it, so, so what just, is that? It just when you miss, um, with it's weird because with the heroin, 
if you miss it goes into your muscle it'll still go into you but i mean i've seen people break down crying over it i had a uh we'll just say an ex not to put anyone out there but it was disgusting man this girl would like she'd be sitting there naked and just she couldn't hit anywhere she was missing everywhere she'd be uh going into psychosis and carving up her nipples carving up her titties she would shoot in her forehead shooting her neck and it, just not to miss but the abscess is uh sometimes it's in uh bacteria on the rig uh if you reuse the rigs even if you don't share them People don't know this. This is some uh, knowledge for people not to do this shit. If you don't share them, but your blood's in it, your blood can go bad and actually form, if I'm not mistaken, I think hepatitis without it being from someone else. Your blood just goes bad. Damn. It's like becomes poisonous. And so so do, you, do you think Gigi Allen had hepatitis? Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, I, so? I would guess. Mm. I mean, I mean, half I the know. people I knew in the scene, I got lucky. I never got an STD and I never got a, fucking uh disease I, I don't know how i don't know how i made it through that yeah. but uh i mean he, i used to throw needles at my buddies and shit if he wouldn't get up i'd be like all right your target practice bam bam sticking needles in his face yeah. the, the topic like, is, the topic is gg allen but i do want to say like on record bryce i'm or tra- johnny tragic i'm like so insanely proud of you and how far you've come because you oh, were absolutely fucking maniac yeah, and 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 I I do love these stories, and please feel free to talk about them as much as you want. Like, so don't yeah. ever think that we're getting off topic. Yeah, but this, yeah. we're getting back to Gigi here. Audi, this Audi Johnny Tragic here knows some shit, and he's seen some shit. So, oh, I, I've, I'm I, sure I, he has. I, I mean, fuck, he's from his fucking eyeball. <laughs> so, like, uh, who who was that dude that uh, Bam Margera took in? What was his fucking name? Man. Novak, Brandon Novak. Novak. Yeah. Tragic, you remind me of Novak, bro. What is he from? Yeah. Is he from Jackass? Or I don't know if I know. Dude, when you people, when the get, people of Bam show. When we oh, get okay. off this, do your research on Novak, and he sounds like, well, you sound like you pretty much lived the same life he was living. Brandon Novak was a very, very popular skateboarder at a very young age, and everybody like Mike yeah. Vallelie, for example, was yeah, like, "This Mike guy Dean. is gonna." Yeah, Mike V. He's like, this guy is going to be the next Tony yeah, fucking he, Hawk. He was on and, his way. And Brandon Novak was going to be the shit. And then he found the goddamn needle. And then he ended up in, you know, living in garages. And he was just a scumbag. And then him and Bam Margera met on the skating scene. And Bam Margera's like, dude, you can come stay with me. I'm fucking doing well for myself. I'll take care of you. And then he moved in and was just kind of a fucking asshole. A lot of it reminds me of mine and your story, Johnny Tragic. And and, uh, and and then Novak fucking eventually became the shit again because he's like, I'm fucking off the drugs. And then yeah. he started writing books. Uh, well, he has he has he opened up these shelters for uh, addicts and stuff. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wrote it down. Brandon Novak. Yeah, they yeah, call him Novocaine. Yeah, yeah, Brandon yeah, Novocaine. Uh, I got, I got his book. Books. It's called Dream yeah. Seller. You should get it. It's only like six bucks yeah. on Amazon, dude. It's called yeah, Dream Seller. So I, no, no, no. So I have this one thing I'm sitting here thinking. We talked about it this morning, uh, and we were talking about uh, when artists uh, and they do uh, use drugs, and, and they and they're going down, and, and the music that they create while taking these. Uh, like how how did Gigi's music go while he was while he was using and then when he's off 
like once he got out of jail and he was clean for a little bit, how that music, how it differs so much. Like when we hear artists, right, when we think about like Motley Crue, like we were just talking about when they all got clean, what did their music do? And like, how did that, how did that change? I guess, like what happens when you do get clean, when you make music, like how does, what does it your brain do? Yeah, yeah. It changes definitely. Yeah. So Metallica sucked when they got clean. Right. Uh, no, they, they, they sucked clean. when they cut their hair. I'm sure they still. <laughs> I think that was the same time. <laughs> Those cocksuckers wrote a CD called Load, and then they had the audacity to call their next one Reload. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and then, like, and then they went after Napster. That's fucking bullshit. That right. fucked like, me up because I was like, like I want to hear. You would have been all for Napster. You would have been like, fuck yeah. Lars Skull. Lar- What's their drummer? Lars Skulldick. He's like, my kids got to eat too. It's like, fuck you fuck in the you. mouth. <laughs> and dude, these little, you know, fuck it. Let's talk about fucking Metallica here for a second. These fucking rich pieces of shit, grown men. The fucking, they're like super metal red dudes. And then they go to fucking group therapy. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> like me and my old lady fight every day and we don't go to group therapy. I'm just kidding. We don't fight every day. We fuck all the time. I'm just kidding. We don't do that either. But what I'm saying is, is like these guys are so fucking brutal and they got to sit in a room and talk about their fucking feelings. Fuck you. Write another song. Like what happened to kill them all? No, right. like, I'm kind of upset right now. Shut the fuck up and play the fucking guitar. Faggot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i said faggot that's the second time anyway it's like james hetfield said lars ain't even the best drummer in metallica fuck him anyway <laughs> what are we talking about ggl how the effect right of of drugs like whenever you get clean yeah. how it changes your, what's that your... supposed to mean no, so, just... so look, at, look at uh Look at the 27 Club. All of them burned out before they got off and got clean. Right. Like, was that part of their contract with the devil? I don't know. Well, no, you can't fucking die sober at 27. You got to be high well, out no. of your fucking mind. But, but I don't even count Amy, Amy Winehouse. Like, I don't even. Fuck why was you. She, she was 27 when she died. You can Mike only be in Club 27 if you're 27 when you die. You cannot hold her fucking statue of but music. It matter. She was twenty. Just, All hang right. Just hang on. You can't hold her and be like, "Well, she's one of the famous ones." Okay, what'd she do? Oh, she died when she was twenty-seven. Okay. Well, what what music did she? Right. Write? Yeah, like, but she no, probably sold she just like, as many records as the other people in. How much music did you write? Don't even worry about that. How much that. music did you write? <laughs> I'm I'm a fan here. All right, so. No, yellow so, shirt wearing piece of shit. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, is yeah. why is she in the, even even in the fucking genre? And this goes back to the what our third episode ever. Like, she I wish I, I wish I could have been for that. My first band was called Forever Twenty Seven, based on a painting of the four primary Twenty Seven Club. There's another artist. You guys did the show. Who was the other big artist? It, it was actually... a black. It was a black blues. Was it Lead Belly? I don't know oh, the name. Fuck. If was it was Lead Belly, if it was Lead Belly, that's fucked up because that's one of that's Kurt, the dude that's that uh, he was. Kurt a blues. Cobain wrote yeah, a lot of songs musician. on. Where did he? Yeah, because he, he tried to buy the guitar for a hundred grand, and yeah. the fucking the Geffen guy, yeah. the guy who owns yeah. Geffen Records, yeah. wouldn't buy it. For I, him. I knew that after we did that episode. I was like, fuck. 
We left there's, out. A there's a lot of people that died at him. the age of 27. I would have right. rather talked about him over fucking Amy Winehouse. <laughs> what right. the fuck don't like ever? Right. Dude, she, don't like they hold her to that fucking statue. Like, you Roadhouse Blues, what'd you fucking do? She's nothing on those yeah. guys. I mean, no. in my opinion. That, that's what I'm trying to get at. But fucking Darren's like, she was 27. She I don't was, give a fuck. Club tw- it's not called t- Club 28, motherfucker. <laughs> it's called Club 27. It's, it's, it's a oh club. It's a club, so Amy Winehouse can't fucking be in it. You know what I just realized? Hey man, woman, hey, I'm gonna yeah, fucking absolutely. punch this guy. I in fucking, fucking skull. Darren knows about it. He died at 27. Y'all are talking over each other. This is a fucking podcast, fucking not a fuck fest. It. Johnny Tragic, take the mic. No, that's all I wanted to say. It was actually nothing to do with the show. It's just you guys are talking about the 27 Club. And uh, my best friend that died, died at 27, and I just realized that just now. That's fucked up. Yeah, so it was probably one of our top, if not our second top episode we've done, was the 27 Club. We For some reason, we did it, and it just blew the fuck up. I think it's right underneath uh, Super Bob, actually. It was a great topic, and we did yeah. a lot of good research on it. But, yeah, it's, it's unfortunately, I guess. I mean, if Adele died at... This we talked about this in the episode. It's like, all right, Adele sold millions and millions of records, but if she died at twenty five or twenty eight, she's not in Club Twenty Seven. It's an elite club. No, you I have to be twenty seven, and you have to have shit. sold a lot of fucking records, and I'm, you had to have been had to do with drugs. So fuck you, Amy Winehouse is in Club Twenty Seven. I'm sorry if it hurts <laughs> no, your fucking she, yellow shirt. Where's feelings? She's in it. Brian Jones she, from the Stones. That's who I was talking about. Oh, okay. He died at 20. She's in the fucking club, but she's nothing of the statue of Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin, and Jimi Hendrix. If I had a time machine, I would go back and I would kill you at 27 be like, you're not in the club either, bitch, because you ain't sold a million records. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but would I be in the club, though? No. I could probably probably sing as good as Amy Winehouse. Can you? Can yeah, we test that theory? Look, I love, I love, Audie. I want to hear. Tell me right now that they try to make you go to rehab. I'm not. I can't do it. You're putting me on the spot. <laughs> you're a piece of shit, and you're not allowed in Club 27. <laughs> oh, oh, you I've know what? I don't know. I don't know that goddamn song. <laughs> well, at least my microphone's facing forward this time. So fuck you. Oh yeah, we did that whole episode. <laughs> this goddamn. It was like this. <laughs> it was like this. Hey, hey, I was like this. It was like this. How dare I like, you? I sounded great, but Darren, you sound like fucking shit, bro. <laughs> but anyway, back to Johnny Tragic. Tell us about G.G. Allen. We're a fucking <laughs> we're 35 goddamn minutes in. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's I hate all of you, by the way. <laughs> well, G.G. Allen. Uh, I mean, I mean, you look at, I mean, if you're just talking about G.G. Allen, I mean, we already got into his childhood and then he comes out he just does all this obnoxious music and like i said i really dig the country stuff he did but his shows were fucking brutal he rarely finished the show because they'd either get the plug pulled the cops would show up or he would just fuck it up and oh all right so kyle i'm this is getting back on subject kyle was talking about the difference between him being super fucked up and super sober like he had the whole bite at you scum thing, but didn't he have a song called like When I Die? And yeah. it was like super pretty and acoustic and beautiful. Well, it was pretty. Oh, explain the about, two different. Yeah, he still talks about like probably sucking peepees and well, he talks shit about or something. Come and whores. Yeah, that's the one oh, that's gross. 
Yeah, it's the one we recorded. He talks about some terrible shit. He his country shit's beautiful, man. Like he had uh he had uh, the beer uh what is it? <laughs> the beers, bitches, brawls, and bottles. That song's awesome, even though it's a country song, When I Die. Uh what is that? Karma. What's that song? Karma, you know what yeah, yeah. Carmelita. That's yeah, a cover. Carmelita. That's a yeah, it is a cover. I that's what I uh showed him today. I was like, all right, so listen, and I, I was like, listen to this. It was Bite It You Scum, like when it was first live and it was just like fucking shitty. It was fucked up. And then the Carmelita, I was like, listen to this one. And it was like, you just like, want to drink. You yeah. Know, just I was like, out. man, I could get behind this. And I was like, yeah, dude, like it's totally cool. It, it, Gigi was the total opposite. It seemed like it seemed like when he was fucked up and, and on heroin, it's like, God damn, get your shit together. Like you're good, but you suck. But then when he, he was cleaned up, um, what's the outskirts of town? That's a good one. I think that's yeah. one of the, yeah, I was like, man, this I can, and I've listened to it in my truck. Um, you know, right after listening Wait, to uh, Outskirts of Town, that is Carmelita, isn't it? Is huh? that the same track as Carmelita? That when you talk yeah. about being on dope yeah. on Outskirts of Town, so that's a cover song. Yeah, yeah, it Carmelita. Is. Is. Well, who wrote it originally? Like Troubled Troubadour. Uh, um, that's his country-ish album. I'm trying to look and see it here. He uh, he lived, man. I mean, he lived like. Like I said, he lived out his songs. I mean, did you ever see that footage of him with that chick? What you know? I mean, okay. Here's an interesting fact for the. Uh, that's the that's that CD uh, with all the good ones. Uh, Carnival of Excess. And oh yeah, of, definitely. That, that was when he was clean. Like, right. A lot of that very shit. brief. Yeah. He, um. When uh when he did the, the the video that video of him choking that chick, dude. I don't know if you guys know this, but he uh. Do you remember how he was? He said he was going to commit suicide. Yeah, on he, Halloween. Oh, yeah, for like four or five years in a row, and he would always end up in jail. And he kept saying, "I watched footage of him doing it." Have you seen the footage of him choking that chick out? I mean, it's like I don't think I've brutal. seen that. It's brutal as hell, man. Like he's sitting here and he's on he's on stage. It looks like I don't know if he's doing spoken word or what because his band's not with him. And he's going on October thirty first, nineteen ninety. I'm going to fucking kill myself. And he says something like, you're going to kill yourselves too. And if not, I'll murder you. And he's going up and some chick in the crowd goes, uh, she goes, um, why don't, why wait, do it now. And he goes, what bitch? What did you say? Pardon my language. I don't like using that word, but he's like, what did you say? She's like, why don't you do it now? He's like, you think I should kill myself now? And she's like, yeah. He said, I bet you won't come up here and tell me that to my face. And uh, nothing happened for a second. He's like, come up and tell me to my face to kill myself now. This chick walks up there and he goes, tell me. And she goes, why don't you do it now? And fucking Gigi grabs her by the neck and the hair and fucking flies across the stage, slams her into a fucking wall and punches the shit out of the chick. They have the footage of it. I watched it. Yeah. And then like three dudes come up on the stage and kick the shit out of the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. But then he gets back up and he's like, that's what the fuck you get for telling me to do it now. It's yeah. fucking the creep. Yeah, I, I think I've seen that. I've seen his. Yeah, I, I've his, seen the day he died. That was yeah. Wild. That that one was wild too. Because like, just because you know, you know the end of what the video of what the outcome is. It was it was watching it. You're like, man, this is pretty fucking sad. Yeah. Because you know he's definitely or he, he's he's walking to his his end of his life. Yeah. You know, now he he didn't mean to do it, no. but uh, it happened. Yeah, you know, they took pictures and, with him. John yeah, took pictures with him and shit. A lot of them thought he was just fucking. They thought he was passed like, out. Passed out. Yeah. And in in the morning, uh, he was at this dude named Johnny Puke. He's an old school punker in the, in the New York. I actually know some other stories about that guy. 
But uh, he was at his apartment, and Gigi, you know, did enough dope, and he died. And then everyone was taking pictures with him. They're like, Gigi's passed out. And, and the next morning, he wakes up, and he's still dead. And Johnny Puke, before he even called the ambulance, he laid with Gigi and took pictures with him. It's Damn. fucked up, man. It's just yeah. like, it's crazy. You can get those pictures online, too. But, yeah, they took they were all taking pictures with his corpse. It's just, but, I mean, it's, 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 but that's the way Gigi wanted it. I know he's he, trying to reclaim that, that he was in jail yeah. every year, though. He wanted to die on Halloween. I think it was like 89, 90, 91, and 92. He swore yeah. that he was going to commit suicide on stage. And he straight up said he's going to make his fans commit suicide with him. And if they don't, he's going to murder him and then kill himself. Yeah. But he was in jail every time. I know how <laughs> it is. I missed my first show as Johnny Tragic by being in jail. I was opening for Cycle Stick. My ass was in jail, so I know how it is. <laughs> oh, that's right. I was there for that. Yeah, you had to take care of that. <laughs> and guess what, fuckface? He was 36 when he died, so guess who's not in Club 27, Audie? He missed Club 37 by a year. <laughs> His own club. That's, yeah. That's extra elite. That's that's 27 plus. That's, times that's what we should do. Let's, let's do a Club 37 and find like three artists that died when they were 37. and do yeah, a Make podcast. it a big-ass deal. Right. <laughs> we'll bring it back. We'll bring the club back. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he went to um you ever notice one thing uh that i that uh that my buddy ian used to tell me something i didn't really pick up on if you listen to Gigi's earlier stuff he had like that high voice you know girls 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 give me give, yeah. me, give me some head and then like after he went to prison i apparently this is something that's not a wikipedia thing it's something i i've heard he smoked a lot in prison because have you heard some of his later punk stuff? Yeah. He's like, kill the police. Kill. He like, I guess his voice got fucked up. Even on some of the country stuff, he had a deeper voice than he did on the original yeah. stuff. So yeah, I'm sure it I wasn't mean, from prison PP. It was from cigarettes. I mean, something smoke, doing something. It was crazy what he did. That girl, he fucked her up. I heard some stories about that that you can't find on Wikipedia too. I heard he was cutting her nipples off and all kinds of shit. Yeah, What's the was, most fucked up thing you've seen in prison? Me? Yeah, you. <laughs> no, Audie, what about you? Well, tell me about your somebody commits suicide, and uh, you don't got to talk about it if you don't want to. But no, yeah. it's nothing. It was a jump that I just saw him jump off a thing and he broke his neck. Uh, I've seen somebody accidentally. I, I don't think this was a. He fell down some steps and died. So I've seen two people die. I've also been in the cell next to somebody that apparently killed himself. Was dead. I don't know. I don't know if they killed themselves. But they don't really tell you. They're not like, hey, everyone on the block, this guy killed himself. But I was in the cell when the paramedics came. It was me I was down in Johnny, and they, uh, the guy in the cell next to me was dead. So, so yeah, he like had a lot of OJs running around. Everyone was just getting away with murder. And I think, you know, I had to fight in prison and all that stuff, too. But none of that was, like, anything super brutal. I've seen some pretty bad fights. You know, I've seen, uh, but like I said, probably seeing that dude jump, you know, because it was pretty high. But I didn't get to see it all, but I saw him go down. So, I mean, it was, yeah. but that's wild. I don't go to, you know, I, even though I, I'm not no hard ass. I have, I've been to a couple of uh, level two prisons for uh, parole violations. That's the only reason I was in the fucked up prisons just because I, oh yeah, Johnny tragic, you know, punk rocker. No dude, I was stealing from Walmart, man. I wasn't doing nothing <laughs> crazy. Yes. I have seen people's fucking heads blown off and I've been around murder and I've been around that shit. I've had people die in my arms, all that shit, but I've never been to prison for nothing like that. And everything's past the statute. I know murder don't got a statute, but the witnesses are all dead. So I can right. talk about anything now. It took me a while, but I'm not proud the... of any of that. But I went to prison for stealing from fucking Walmart and stealing 40 bucks worth of gas for Jen. Well, somebody put you up to it that 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Actually, it was – yeah. Yeah, we won't get into that. But, and yeah. you've had uh, brain matter on the side of your face yeah. when you were in the backseat of a car, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what uh, – uh, I can talk about it easier now. You probably remember back in the day it was harder. I wasn't close to the guy, but just a quick story on that since – I mean, I guess I'll put it out public now that I can. I was getting a ride home from two dudes, and uh, can I say the word wigger on here? Yeah. Fine. Okay. okay. It's already, anyway, it's there's two now. Kind of it's, it's there now. They were just getting a ride home from a party, and they were picking up some weed. I don't even smoke weed, so I had nothing to do with it. I had my headphones in. I was in the back seat. And the one dude went up into the apartment. I don't even like talking about what town it was in, but people know about it. But anyway, the dude in the front seat had his window down and he was sitting there smoking. I was smoking too. And this dude walked up to the fucking car, put a gun to his head and fucking pulled the trigger. And his literally the shit got in my teeth. Like I was right there. And you know, you're a soldier. You guys are both soldiers. You know, the sound of the gunfire. So like yeah. even the smell of the, of the, not only the, smell of the gun the gun going off but the smell of the fucking like i guess burnt flesh i don't know hair but it was fucking disgusting and i threw up on the back seat of the car i threw up on the floorboard and i i was like i couldn't hear i couldn't it was right there in the car i mean i I couldn't hear so i get out of the car the dude never comes down to get back in the driver's seat so i end up wandering down a fucking street and uh had to call somebody i think i think i had blood on my hoodie it was terrible and I've had P and that's what really jogged my PTSD. I had night terrors. Like I couldn't sleep for fucking like two years after that. And the, like, fir- uh, the first time I ever heard of PTSD, I thought it was a soldier thing, but like you told me about is. PTSD and I'm like, Oh fuck. Other people can have it. They yeah. don't have to be in the military to get it. I don't I like remember- saying I have it because I have such a huge respect for the military, especially you guys. Thanks for your service. Um, I'm like a huge, huge respect for that. Uh, my closest family member is a Marine and I, uh, I don't like to say, you know, I mean, I had to go through some stuff, but I put myself there. This was stuff decisions I made that were poor decisions. You guys went to defend our country and had to go through a lot. So I don't like, uh, saying that a whole lot because I do think of it as a soldier. I mean, they go but, all over there. Well, I, you know, it's, it's, uh, everybody's life different. I wouldn't shortchange yourself tragic on that shit like uh you you learned from it obviously you survived yeah so i mean i don't care you saying that shit because again you know ptsd oh it's you know you get it back you get it from iraq and all this shit but then i have family members that are on medication you know on medication and stuff because of car wrecks yeah you know so it's anybody's thing so i I get what you're saying but don't shortchange yourself dude like you live through it and that's something you have to live with People can get PTSD from even like from their parents. Like you can get bit by a dog and have PTSD. You can be afraid of dogs, you know. There's never. I don't think there's a scale. I don't think we should ever put it on a scale. Like that's a really good way to say it, Kyle. It's like there should be no. It should be like it it all. It is PTSD. It is an issue, and it's that that this is a serious problem that it should be taken seriously, regardless of who has it or you know whatever. Yeah, it's not a contest. Yeah, it's right. Like, no, exactly. We don't have you to measure Gigi, it. You think Gigi had PTSD? Oh, after his dad was digging grave. Oh hell yeah. yeah! That's I think really like what that's probably what really played. If we think about it in like a psychological, like a psych, psychological aspect, um, he it definitely probably did have some little trauma. Like he definitely had some daddy issues. One thousand right. percent. Like. Who, like, can you imagine your dad just digging your grave? Like, hey, dude, you're the no, Messiah, bro. I, I like, had a hell of a childhood. That's where you're sleeping at. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, 
that definitely had like th- that had to play a role in, in that type of music. And obviously had his mom who who seems really, really sweet, a sweet old lady who just absolutely loved him to death. Uh, and, and she was saying that, yeah, they were they were little troublemakers and, you know, but whatever. But they were never like bad kids, though. They weren't out right. there like killing people. They weren't out there doing that. No, they, they were out there stealing to make some money. They were hitchhiking to concerts like they were just being kids, like being kids. Yeah, I can relate to that. stuff. I, yeah. I remember uh, their mother saying something about uh, uh, him and Merle, Gigi and Merle would like hustle candy and stuff at school. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, and do stuff like kid shit like yeah you know i i probably hustled some shit as a kid too i think i had like uh cars or teenage mutant ninja turtles little figures i used to sell to, at people at school but um <laughs> but that, stole from the book fair. yeah oh absolutely i, stole I just wanted shit. some yeah. cool books it was 100 like, my fucking mom wouldn't give me no money damn yeah. it i just wanted some books <laughs> i wanted the erasers that smelt like peaches when you were it. they won't pay for them you know <laughs> But but yeah, I, I PTSD obviously I think played a big role in his his t- uh, antics. Uh, I, yeah. I I think his lifestyle and he took it and ran with it. You know, I'm not saying it gave him an excuse to do and act like he did, but again, he was a punk rocker. But that was you the, know, but that's what he was doing it though for like that he was reclaiming that the true like rebelliousness, punk, right? Yeah, that's, that, that's I, what I it hold is. pretty dear, and I it do just, understand it. It just so happened he had a fucked up childhood. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, imagine if he didn't. Like, what would happen if he, like, had just a just normal a dad and a normal mom? I don't, I don't right, think right. that would have, like, nah. Nah, not at all. That's 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 something that comes into the, the punk scene, like, uh, stuff, stuff I've been through and groups I've been involved with compared to, like, you know, you've heard the term poser and stuff, but I think anyone that wants to be themselves is you know that's to me that's a punk you know i mean but i we did have a lot of politics as much as it was supposed to be something about being yourself and not you know submitting to any like uniform you know but then like it really it got really bastardized and Gigi took it back to where it was just do whatever the fuck you want like period you know like i had my beliefs with my groups and stuff that were more i guess more streamlined than that but uh, he br- he was bringing it back to what it was supposed to be, you know, and that's just how he lived his life, you know. He he just lived it to the extreme, for real. <laughs> I mean, he, he lived out his tattoos, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, somehow he he admitted to being arrested fifty two times. Jesus Christ, fifty two times. Oh, I should say, GG. That ain't all that impressive. I was gonna say, probably thirty or thirty five. That's even true. Like, but he also said he raped times. both men and women on stage as well. Yeah, and he I, also I, said he that. that. No, I've seen that. He said, he said, I will rape man, woman, animal, 12, 13, 15 years old. And I'm like big time against pedophilia. Yeah. That's the only thing yeah. that gives me a sour taste. Like but, that's something I, I, but I, I think though. Tragic. That was part of the shock. I think that, but that was that, that was, was just the the rebelliousness. So yeah. that's what it like, was. Like I, it I'm just, gonna I'm gonna say shit that's gonna fucking piss you off. Yeah, now, would yeah, I yeah. do it? Probably not. Because I, I I don't think I don't think a teenage uh, thirteen year old would come to a Gigi Allen fucking concert. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, like. But I mean, I guess I sort of do the same thing. You know, I'll wear some like satanic T-shirt with like a a, a nun with a ball gag and stuff on it, just a real <laughs> slutty nun. And you know, I, I and I wear that stuff one because I think it's cool. It looks like it's a cool fucking shirt. 
but then I see the looks that it gets from other people, and that's what I'm there for. The fact that you're uncomfortable being here and the same thing just because of a simple T-shirt. Like, it's you win, it's winning. Yeah, like I'm I'm winning because you feel so uncomfortable about and yeah. just so insecure about your existence. That I you think that just makes you an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a little bit, but like, I like we were we went out to eat the other day, and uh, so my hair was not as pink; it was more orange, and it looked so trashy. Damn it! Like this, it, it would have been perfect for this this <laughs> oh, <yeah>. podcast. <laughs> it was so trashy, <laughs> but we were sitting there eating at Applebee's, you know. Just getting white girl wasted. Uh, absolutely, we were not. Um, our wives were, though. Yeah. Um, I don't believe that you're married to a woman, Kyle, you fucking liar. Absolutely. She'd probably be my ass. She'd probably be your ass. <laughs> Dude, <that's there. laughs> she, uh, she's in the military, too. She's also in the military yeah. as well, yeah. She's actually a military police investigator. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she's a scrapper, though. I, I wouldn't test her. Uh, I mean, you go for it. I mean, it's equal opportunity, equal rights, equal lefts, you know? So, so you wear t-shirts with like naughty words on them to offend people. Like that's that's your thing. That's what you do. Well, I, right now I have a I have a fucking Hello Kitty shirt on, man. Like, no, that's cool. I don't give a fuck, dude. Like that's that's what it is. I'm just gonna be me, regardless. Like I don't give a fuck what it is, and if it makes people feel uncomfortable, good. So they should feel uncomfortable. Would you take it to the extreme to shit in your hand? No, and I throw like it this. In some- I have to throw it at somebody. I don't think we need to go to that extent. Mm. Yeah, I don't to prove my. I point. think you should. That would. I mean, it would be it. cool, but like I would have to wash. If you my ever hands throw fucking stuff. shit at me across the fucking road, I'm, I'm gonna get your wife to whoop your fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, back to Gigi Allen. Uh, let's get on to his uh, his death. Yeah. Oh, this is uh, this is where it gets wild. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to hear about the death and the funeral, Audie. If you can bring up some uh, YouTube clips and bring up some pictures, if you can. That, oh, I, I 100% want to do that. Um, I would love to see him. So, correct me if I'm wrong, Johnny Tragic, that he did not get embalmed. He didn't embalmed? want to get embalmed. No, he did not get filled with. He was with- bloated. I mean, I guess, you know, I actually didn't know. I do know that they, like, I've seen his, I have his death picture, like, up on my computer right now. He was in his uh, little man thong thing, whatever you call that. Oh, his, his uh, jock strap and yeah. his leather jacket. It was like you a remember cup. when I die, put that bottle in my hand. They put that bottle of Jim Beam. A bottle of Jim right. Beam. Yeah, yeah, they did that, and uh, but, yeah, he was all bloated, so I doubt they embalmed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah from yeah, what I understand, did. he he was not embalmed, so he he was bloated and he was bluish gray. Oh. And at his funeral, there were people punching him in the fucking face and pissing on him and puking on him and blowing they, snot they rockets on him. Party. They were pouring yeah. whiskey on him. Could you imagine being that mom? Like, oh, I think they had two of them, though, right? Yeah, yeah they, 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 they had, had two. Yeah, they had two funerals. They, they had, had a two funerals for his mom, and, and then they had the all party. his, yeah, his, his punk rockers and stuff come in. Fuck that. <laughs> like two funerals fine whatever but like the whole punching in the face thing like that's fucking crazy yeah, and yeah, pissing on me like fuck but you it, dude but isn't that what like the true if we really think really deep into the word of rebelliousness like if we if we really look at our language rebelliousness like, against what not to get peed the, on i'm gonna rebel world. against not getting peed on so piss on me it's a, it's it's just being a rebel like to the world like you don't have you're not following anyone that's just retarded <laughs> <laughs> 
I want you all to piss and shit on me at my funeral. I just think it's fucking goofy. Like, I don't know. I Fuck think it's GGL. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He's a shitty singer, a terrible front man, and god damn him for making out with dudes and getting punched in the face. Like, I've seen him fucking hop off stage and, like, kiss dudes, and they're like, oh, this is cool, I'm getting kissed by Gigi Allen. Then they get punched in the nose. They're like, wait a minute, I thought we were having a moment here, you know? He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I was trying to Fuck um, him. I was trying to look at something here because people were talking about uh Gigi Allen, uh how his shows were some of the most brutal shows you could attend, right? Well, I can't find it, and I feel like an idiot right now. That's why I've been kind of looking to the side. There's a band um from the same area as Gigi, they're East Coast hardcore. And this band is, like, brutal as fuck. They're almost more like a gang. There's, like, ten of them on stage. Is it Blood for Blood? No, I love Blood for Blood. Because I've seen Blood for Blood, blood shows for Blood's that are more hardcore I love than Blood for Blood. No, there's a band that's worse. And they literally will lock the doors at the venue and throw bats and shit into the crowd. Dude, Chris Koneko, he's one of our producers. He fucking pays for the Patreon. Big fucking ups piece and shout out oh, to him. He, he, he sent me footage of this it was in new jersey yeah where they fucking they there was this punk rock they show masks and shit and they fucking shut down it was like in this gymnasium and yeah. they were just fucking people up yeah i don't know why I can't, I can't find the fucking name of the band i think it that's has a number. fsu shit right Tragic. Oh fuck FSU! I mean, I <laughs> I know <laughs> you know my, uh, my no, and, and and the Boston beatdown. They can all suck my fucking Illinoisan cock. I was but just what say, I'm saying you know, is, you know about some of my past, man, and you know my no Boston beatdown FSU fuck shit up I'm and all them cool fucking clowns. They're a bunch I've of fucking in, dick squeezing jerk offs. I've been in bad situations with FSU. So. I know, but that's what these kind of kids do: is they put the bandanas on their face. Oh, this is the fucking G.G. Allen fucking funeral. Let's play this. Then I'm gonna Just get the fuck out of here because I hate all of you. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> Look he's at him. Like Look so at handsome. his fucking thigh. Look at his kneecaps. He's handsome. They're bloated. Look at his face. Like, this just, man. What oh, I should have totally cut my mustache like his before I That's shaved his it. brother, right? Merle? Doesn't doesn't, doesn't uh, Merle still uh, have a Hitler stash? Look at that. No, like no, no. He's a huge alien. beard. It's sick. Yeah, he's got a big old beard now. No, but I thought he had like a fucking, but his mustache is like a Hitler, but it's long as fuck. Gigi right? had the opposite hit. Oh, he did. Merle did for a while. Yeah, he, he had, had the chops. Had long, the, big chops. He had a long that, Hitler yeah, long stash, and Gigi had yeah. the opposite. Like the game Yeah, that's like a fucking anti-Mohawk, but it's like an anti-Hitler or whatever. I think Gigi Allen only wore that because he wanted the world to think his dick and balls were that wide. That's clearly your genitalia is not that wide. Fuck you and your cup. <laughs> Look at his hands. Look at his hands. They're blowed out. Why so would you do that about to yourself? The thing right here. This yeah. is yeah. this is definitely bloat. Yeah, he he did not get embalmed. He that's that's a dead body. But they, they like oh yeah, here it is. You yeah, they back. pee on him and punch him in the yeah. fucking face and shit. They like zoom in right here, and it's. Crazy. He had he had eyelid tattoos. Is that is that an eyelid tattoo? It's probably, or is that dirt. It's probably yeah, it's like dirt. <laughs> I think it's dirt. I bet that's somebody's poo poo. Yeah. I don't even think that's facial hair. I think that's shit. 
I'm pretty sure that's shit. <laughs> that's not a black guy. That's defecation. Look at that fucking guy. I don't know, man. There's the that's bottle. fucked up. That's who? That's oh. a bottle of Jim Bean. Oh. Well, that's a waste of fucking 26 bucks right there. Is there any audio or? You can actually you see a lot of his death day. Oh, it says 2GG. For... <laughs> That's cool. I don't know. I, Robinson. I think it's uh, Robinson. I don't know. It looks, it looks, like, Mac. Yeah, it looks like Mac. Yeah, it looks like Mark. Mark Robinson, maybe? M-A-R-K. And, and well, Mark fuck Robinson him, too. And I don't know. Like, it's, it's definitely a... Like there's there's no way I don't think any of us or I say us or or fans would want it. Like this is what we wanted. Could you imagine if if Gigi had a normal embalmed in a dress suit burial? You know, like no, I get what you're saying, one hundred percent. He went out the way Gigi Allen wanted to go out. Like I just don't understand lived, it. It's I, not, I think you know, he, he I can't lived, get it. He lived what he fucking hated, I guess. Everybody. He hated, hated what he lived. He hated everybody. He had a tattoo. It was like, live, live fast, die. Live I mean, fast, die young. Yeah. Or live fast, die know. fast. Either I, one. I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued by Gigi because of that. Because he didn't give a fuck. Right. And, and he, uh, he was there to prove a point. And he did. Yeah. Now, what's cool is I did watch a video. He was at this record what store. Point though, like, what was he trying to fucking prove? I don't the, know. The what? true, like, the the true meaning of of this this punk rock. The true meaning of it is like, if you really want to be the best of the best, you you will be. You got to go right. to all extents. Like, nothing will hold you back. I will be. Like, no one will ever top me. I'll yeah, be the no, top. And no guy. one has. And, like, and the thing is, is then if you say that, Darren, then what the fuck was Marilyn Manson trying to prove? Uh, well, I don't I think mean? he. I don't think he was out on a mission to prove anything. I think what Kyle was saying is like, prove is a lack of a better term. Like, there, I don't think he was trying to prove anything. Either yeah, one think, of those guys. I don't think he had to. He he I lived it. No, I don't think prove it is is just like the correct word. I think I think we're missing a word. I think it was it's just the lack of a better term, right? Like. I think I re, he was trying to reclaim that, like reclaim that the pop or not pop, this, this, this rock punk, like rebellious. He was trying to make sure that it never died. I just think yeah. he was a jerk off. Like, and I think that's why his brother is the same way and why he keeps continuing on uh, all of this GG stuff. Yeah. His uh, because, brother definitely keeps his name alive. Yeah. Because he just, he thinks that I think whenever you die, you know, your name is gone. When you stop talking about people, they die. Like that they're completely gone. You know? Yeah. I, I've always said that you die two times. You die once when you shed your mortal coil. And the second time you die is when the last person alive can talk about you. That's, that's very the second you die. Yeah. And so if, if that's the scenario, then yeah, GG Allen will live on forever. I don't mean to be disrespectful. I'm just trying to give, the other side of the coin because that's what podcasts are about. You you know oh, what I mean? I yeah. GG Allen. I'm just pretending that I don't because otherwise, how boring would this fucking conversation be if all three of us were like GG Allen? <laughs> you need somebody there to be like that guy fucking blows dicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like <laughs> fucking aliens. just anyway. like aliens, right? 
Who the fuck else would any of these fucking pyramids be made? GGL. Did you know that only like there's only <laughs> roughly like humankind only has roughly like three percent written down? You know what happened to the other ninety-seven percent of humankind? What were we doing? Can, can you tell me? There's no way these things could be <laughs> I created. Can't Absolutely not. I. That's another. If we're talking. If we're talking about aliens, we need to end this conversation <laughs> right now, and we're gonna go for the Patreon. And Johnny Tragic, thank you so much for joining us. We want to welcome you on the podcast, and we want exactly. to blow the fuck out of your new podcast. Welcome to Don't Blame Us Network. Thank you, Patriot Zero. Mm-hmm. Very clever fucking name. It's a play on words with patient zero. Am I right? Yeah, it's a it's a play on uh like actually it's like a triple play on words. I actually oh, wanted to call a, a band. Entendre, well, I wanted to call a band that years ago, but the funny thing is, I'm a uh conservative. Believe it or not, I'm a conservative. <laughs> I'm uh you know I'm pro America. I uh, I'm not an anarchist anymore. I have anarchy tattoos all over my fucking body. I almost had them on my face, but I'm a, I'm a conservative and I am a big believer in the constitution. I support the armed forces. I support law enforcement. I completely changed my views. And that's why I think I'll have a good angle for my show because you don't see that a lot. And like I, a lot of it's common sense to me. I mean, it's just so much common sense. It's stuff that I feel like I could make a political show that would be interesting enough for people to want to listen to it because when you think of a conservative radio show, you're thinking of old guys like <laughs> rambling on Rush Limbaugh and shit. No, I'm going to make it like a punk rock version because in my opinion, a conservative is the most punk rock you can get because we believe in protecting your freedom. We believe in the constitution. We believe in our rights. Liberals, <laughs> liberals are Nazis. Nah, take <laughs> that out. But, um, but yeah, I mean, everyone's welcome. Everyone's welcome to participate, though. Uh, I, I instead of just fighting with the opposing factions, I'd rather use common sense and try to, you know, find Absolutely. some solutions and educate. No, I agree. I can't I wait, you, dude. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Is mm-hmm. Is there any closing words that you want to say about Gigi Allen or about uh, yourself and your new pod? Like whatever. This This is you. This is your last time to shine. Did you- hey, I mean, just uh, Gigi, like I said, man, <laughs> he's a beast. Uh, he uh, he lived and died like he uh, sang about. And it was really cool to do a show on him. Uh, he, he inspired people that don't, you might not realize it, but he inspired people. I guarantee you, if you ask fucking Brian Warner or uh, Marilyn Manson, if he, if he was inspired by fucking Gigi, he'll tell you he was. But I, I mean, I... Don't know for a fact, but I've seen way too many similarities. But um, I want to I apologize for being so shit hammered and interrupting you guys and making fun of yeah. all four of you or three of you, however many of you there are. <laughs> and um, I also want to apologize for you, Johnny Tragic, not being a part of the Club 27 show. So we're going to go here right now and we're going to say we're going to do a new episode called Club 36. <laughs> motherfuckers who died at the age of 36. I'm going to go there and find who has the coolest fucking deaths, though. I'm 38. Of yeah. year. You're 38? <laughs> fuck! I was going to fuck. <laughs> going to go to Fort Leonard. Hopefully I don't get drunk tonight because I think I got to go get some more beer, but I'll fucking uh, do it. Do it. The boys do it. this time. 
Bring Are you guys ready? You guys want to do an episode for the Patreon? You guys want to get shit hammered and do a Patreon episode? Let's get the fuck out of here. We're an hour in. Fuck yeah. All right. Sure. All right. What do you guys think? Let's go. I, I'm cool with it. I'm always cool. All right. Cool. I didn't think I had an opinion. Hey, thanks for all the uh, Patreon supporters. Fuck you, Kyle. Fuck you, Kyle. Oh, by the Fuck way, your help getting shirt through today. Huh? The twenty-five just went through today. It's on my phone. The, the, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was just letting you know. I just saw that because I was confused as fuck, and I'm like, why the fuck is? I have like multiple. Be like Johnny Tragic and give us twenty-five dollars a month. I'm fucking <laughs> out of here. Hey, hold on, hold on. Before we go, before we go, before we go, before we go, I gotta tell you guys something. I got a riddle for you. What has a small dick and hangs upside down? Audi. No. Me. No. no. What has a small dick and hangs upside down? I want to say something with bat. A bat? A bat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was good. <laughs> We're all thinking of bats. I, I hey, then he just fucking disappeared. <laughs> that was fucking amazing. Oh, man. That was all so right, well, see y'all. Thanks for your time. service, guys. I nah, thank you, you guys for the support, much. man. See hey, you. and uh, when I uh, do get my show going, it'd be great to like have either one of you guys on. Yeah, dude, I'm Absolutely. game. My I'll uncle Wayne, like I said, he's going to be my co-host, I think. Um, he uh, he served like 19 years, though. He's, he's out. <laughs> They wouldn't let him go back anymore, literally. He tried to go back as a fucking PMC, and they wouldn't even let him. And you know how it is. I'm sure you guys understand. But, um, yeah. all right, cool, man. All right, dude. Well, I'll be here for the Patreon. So. All right, dude. I'll see you, man. See you, bro. Thank you for tuning in to our little Passion Project podcast. Remember, we go live every single Friday night, same damn time, same damn channel. So if you miss it, don't blame us.